federally insured by the NCUA. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. Appreciate everybody for listening in. A lot of stuff to talk about today, which is ideally what you'd like to see with a uh, a college, the first college football Saturday, which it is week one, not week zero. And we'll see what happens with uh, the games this weekend. You know, it's funny because I keep going up and down on my interest in the Nebraska-Illinois game. And I was listening to some guys coming in on um, the ESPN channel that does college football. And they made me really interested in this game. That this could be the game that decides whether Scott Frost is around. Now, now obviously, you lose the first game, you win the next 11, nobody cares. But if you lose this first game, which is your seven-point favorites, even though you're on the road, and, and who knows where this is going to go, and all of a sudden it ends up being 4-8, and eight, and that they could just go, look, obviously we made a bad call. And it, that, to me, would be unbelievable because Scott Frost, as we all know, and I, I've tried to explain this to the cattleman. I'm not sure he's ever comprehended this, that after Florida whiffed on Chip Kelly, and, and they did. They, they Look, they ended up with the best guy, but they whiffed on Chip Kelly and they made at least a phone call to Scott Frost people to see. And that probably was Jimmy Sexton. Is he got any interest? No, he's going to Nebraska. Don't worry. Don't this. We weren't even going to bring that up. And that was the end of that. So he could have been the coach at Florida. He could have been the coach at a lot of places, Texas. Um, but in the end, he's twelve and twenty. So I got fired up about that again, which is cool. We've got a lot of breaking news, including the foundation of the alliance which appears to be nothing and uh i I got a lot of things i know i'm sure we'll get some calls about testing because the lsu announced today they're gonna if you have not if you can't prove that you don't have (laughs) the the disease you can't get in the stadium and i've got a lot of questions and a lot of people have said watch for the sec teams to follow this you ain't doing it here man it ain't happening because they are not allowed to they are prohibited from asking or demanding that people uh, get COVID tests or sh- prove that they don't have COVID. They can't do it. So uh, at the University of Florida, I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. It's that way at FAU and FIU and FSU, all the U's. Not that way at Miami. I guess you're a private school. Maybe you can do whatever you want, but I'm not sure they'll have any fans to test. So it, it, a lot of stuff going on today, a lot of stuff going on with the NFL, Monday night game. Um, I know that Jeff is fired up about his Jaguars. Watched it, majority of it. I did too. It, you know, how the, bad! I, at one point, I just walked out into the into the kitchen. I go, Karen, the Jaguars are so awful. They're bad for a preseason. Yeah, team. but they didn't have two of their starters on the O line, so that that affected it. They now didn't have their, their top receiver. Year. Yeah, so 
Let's see. I mean, maybe you don't play Trevor. I know for but a little bit. Here's the thing: they can't block, so it doesn't matter, right? Nobody could. They can't. But maybe block they'll anybody. get better. If, yeah, I think the the way that I look at the uh, Scott Frost thing, where you were sitting there talking about it, and your description of the cattleman. I mean, it's it's legit because I I think I made seven or eight phone calls trying to find people before I finally got to you to do this radio show. So it all works out in the end. I would love end. to have a list of those Then people. the Gators got Dan Mullen because of it. So I got you because of it. Well, I would love to have a list of those people because it would show me – I would probably never work here again but because <laughs> it would show me how – not how little you think of me but how stupid you are. <laughs> and And you can make that argument <laughs> – with Scott Strickland. I love Scott Strickland to death, but... But he, no, you had to go out and talk to Chip Kelly. Like I don't... I, I, I still, to this day, don't get that. Why? How good was he in college? He was good. Phenomenally but, good. And then everybody figured it out. Not necessarily. And they went to the NFL, and everybody figured oh, it he out. He just got money to go to the NFL, so it was time to go. They figured it out. They figured out how to stop it. And what he did was he ran a bunch of little... Fast guys at you, and that's which is what Urban did. Urban did it, sure. Yeah, basically. With yeah, because I mean, Rainey and, and Demps, guys. like yeah. the, these days, probably aren't. And when you got a guy with a first step like, uh, like Percy, a Percy, I mean, he just ran those guys, and then all of a sudden he'd steamroll you with Tebow, and that's kind of what they did uh, at, at Oregon. But I think teams were starting to figure out what Urban was doing, and then and I think they figured out what Chip Kelly was doing. Okay, well, I think everybody. Well, Urban was at Ohio State for seven years. That's the longest he's been anywhere. It's normally it was about three, four, maybe five years, and then jump ship. Yeah, moves, moves and then the you go somewhere conference. else and he do ran it up out of all over again. Ran jumped. out. Yeah, he could have gone to the ACC. Could have. Would have dominated. Been the FSU it, coach. I'm sure. <laughs> it would have been really good. But that, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's just uh, an interesting dynamic in, in those terms. But I, I've tried to explain this a million times, and I, this will be the last time I do. Um, sure. Now, after you have tried to get Chip Kelly, I mean, you flew Linda Teeler up there. Mm-hmm. You know that, Jeff. You fly Linda Teeler somewhere, you're about to be the new coach. Yeah. Because she's drawing up the contract. And she's that's, that's what her job She's like the person where you, you go to the timeshare sales, you got to yeah. sit through the two hours, and then you say no, and then you say no again, and then they bring out the closer. Yeah, she is the closer. Yeah. But... Um, and they had everybody up there. I mean, it, that was uh, probably maybe a little bit of a mistake on their part, too. I mean, don't – let's not bring – just bring Linda. She's got the contract. Let them sign it real quickly, and then we'll, then we'll make the announcement. But So that became a, a big a big deal, and it, it, it is what it is. And I don't know that – I don't know what Chip Kelly would have done with the team he inherited, the, the team that um, Dan Mullen inherited here. Do you – I don't know. I mean, it might have been as good. Might have been better. Might have been a lot worse. Because yeah. we know it's not like he inherited crap out right. of UCLA. Sure. His record's not good. It's not good. Against an inferior conference. So then, what are you going to do? Well, the three guys you had on your list were Chip Kelly, Scott Frost, and Dan Mullen. And you were trying to keep from hiring Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. Because of your ties to and Mississippi State, so what do they do? They go and they make at least a phone call to Scott Frost and find out he's he's going to Nebraska. Don't don't even bother. Okay, fine. So 
Now, now, now let's go talk to Mike Gundy. I wrote all this about two, three, four years ago. Let's go talk to Mike Gundy and see if he has any interest, even though we kind of know where this will go. He'll say, yeah, yeah, I might be interested in that job. How much more can I get out of Okie, Okie State? Would have been a terrible fit here, too, sure. personality-wise. And then finally you go, okay, we got to go get Dan. I didn't want to do it, but we got to go get him. Worked out really well. Now, some Gator fans, you know, the Gideons especially, are going to tell you it hadn't worked out all that well. How many championships have we won? Uh, well, zero. You won an East. I mean, you can't expect everything just to turn around all, all at once. But I, I've talked about this before, Jeff. Gator fans are unique in this way. Nobody in the history of sports has ever gone through. Not I mean, I know what the, the Tampa Bay fans are, you know, going through right now with the Lightning and and the Bucks and everything and getting to the World Series final. But nobody in college sports and even which are the most passionate, has ever gone through what the Florida fans did from 2006 to 2008. Nobody. Mm -mm. It's it's unprecedented, and it probably will never happen again. Where you win back-to-back basketball championships, you win in three years two football championships, and you get a Heisman right in the middle. It was a special time. Uh, and, and But the thing is, you get that taste in your mouth. And you're like... Oh, sorbet, man. Yeah, it should happen all the time. Yeah, it should Easy. happen all the time. Well, I, I thought that the first time I suited up in a season for Gator Baseball. We go to Omaha first year. Yeah. And then, all right, this is easy. Guess what? Your first year was 98. 98. Never got back there again. Uh, okay, so I'm just trying. 99 was a Jason Dill injury, right? Yeah. It changed the whole season. Mm -hmm. Didn't we, even go, right? We just yeah. missed regionals. Regionals. 2000 was... was Waco. Waco. 2001. I, I wasn't there. That's why we didn't do we, anything. No, you were on the team, though. Yeah, you but were, I was hurt. I didn't play. But that's not why you didn't win. That was when we lost to Miami. That was the Jim Burt. That was that? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. You went through a lot of hell. No sh <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that was... Oh. So you go. It's so great. We're in the College World Series. Oh, by the way, here's the way the next three seasons of yours are going to go. Yeah. Losing the regional final to a San Jose State team that I don't think's ever been back in, in anything. And they had never been before. Yes. It was like a fluke team. Lose to um, Miami. Miami on Jim Burt's walk-off double against the wall. And then uh, in between, lose because Jason Dill gets hurt, and it's just a, the best bat in your lineup is taken out of it, and you can't you can't win a game. Yep. Now I will say this: you shouldn't have been that bat. Correct. Would you agree with me on yeah. that? Yeah, could know? have been better. Yeah, I mean it's one player. Sure, shouldn't change at all. But that's yeah. just, no, it's, it's just the example, though. You you that's the way fans are. That's the way I was. I thought, yeah. okay, this is easy. This is the way it's going to be. It's really really hard. Everybody else gets scholarships. Everybody else is looking for good players, and yeah. everybody else is trying really hard. It's, it's like when baseball and softball don't go to College World Series this year. And you're like, well, what the hell? What are we supposed to do with J June? Yeah, it's so You used know, to I it. mean, we're, we're used to that. But what are you going to do? Is that much you can do? Not much at all. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll open up the phone lines for you, 392-8255, if you want to. 
partake in our fun today. A lot of stuff to talk about, as Pat mentioned, so let's get after it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Eli Macaron. The Tampa Bay Rays are back in action in Philadelphia after a day off. The Rays lead the season series against the Phillies 2-0 and they will have Drew Rasmussen on the bump. Our coverage begins right here at 6.30. Jacksonville Jaguars first round pick Travis Etienne suffered a foot injury in last night's preseason game against the Saints and now will undergo season-ending surgery, likely resulting in a bigger role for second-year player James Robinson. In NCAA news, the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC officially announced their alliance. The conferences described this move as a collaborative approach surrounding the future evolution of college athletics and scheduling. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eli Macaron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, I've got a cool announcement for you. This is Jamil from the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, and I've been working on something very special for our state, the great state of Florida. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd to the 5th, we are hosting Collectors Con. It's going to be a very special convention for all types of collectors. We're going to have sports cards, sports memorabilia, comic books, Pokemon cards, Funko Pops, as well as many autograph signers. These include Wander Franco, you know, from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's actually going to be his first official public signing, as well as Antonio Brown from the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks. Visit our website, www.collectors-con.com, for ticket information. Follow us on Instagram as well, at collectors underscore con. You can also win tickets for this event on the tailgate, so listen to Jeff and Pat over the next couple weeks. Don't forget the dates. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th, at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, Collectors Con 2021. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. This is an audio demo of the new Sonic app. Just look at that menu. Here are some of the Sonic classics clearly. I'll customize my tots by adding those. Gotta get the ocean water. What is that color? An ocean blue? See that? Drinks and slushes are always half price in the app. And this is how you do the contactless payment. Will you look at that? I guess you can't. But you can when you order in the Sonic app. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Mobile ordering available at select locations. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. 
Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. You know what I was thinking about today? Yep, you know me. I've got an active mind. What I feel. I was thinking how a great gift for Kelsey, who is into vinyl and very much into the Beatles. And I was trying to decide, because I, I know she only has a couple of old Beatle albums, and they're scratchy because they're mine. They're albums that I actually owned yeah. at one time. But I was thinking, do I get her the reissue two album set of All Things Must Pass by George Harrison, or do I get her Revolver or Rubber Soul, which are the two best Beatle albums ever? And I'm trying to decide. Maybe I get her all four, because I'm that kind of dad. Are they pricey? Money's just coming out of my ears. I can't help it. <laughs> no, they are pricey, but I don't, I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, Anything for the kids. Well, I mean, look, if your daughter is obsessed with the Beatles and teaching you chords to Beatles songs on her guitar. You need to nurture that. Yeah. You don't let that go. You just go, ah, who cares? No. She's, she's a fan of the greatest rock group of all time. But by the way, the fourth or fifth best rock group of all time lost their drummer today. I know. 80 years old. Yeah. Charlie Watt passed away. Rolling Stones, if you do not know who that is. Yeah. I, I, I love the Stones. Don't get me wrong. Everybody has their different but taste. The the most incredible thing about it when when I heard some of the stuff, he's been the drummer for fifty eight years, and he has never missed a tour. How many times have you ever gone, man? That Stone song is so good. Charlie Watt killed it on the drums. You've never said no. That. I never think that. No. But still, like you're just you're. How do you drum for fifty eight years? Well, and he he did. I mean, and he, probably he was the backbeat to their entire uh, yeah. collection. I'm not a... I like the Rolling Stones a lot. Like I said, fourth or fifth best. I've never sat down and, and wrote them all down. I go Beatles, uh, Tom Petty, and Heartbreakers, R.E.M., my top three. I, I might put the Stones fourth. And so I know you, that there are Stones fans out there that are that threw up in their mouth a little bit just now. Because of R.E.M.? Yeah, they, I, I love R.E.M. I, I think... Do you want to go to the moon someday? Is that why? No, but I've been invited to go to a master's party in April where their bass, their bass guitar player, Michael Mills, is going to be there. Nice. And he does. He's in this draft that they do every year, and I'm like, I, I'll come. I'll drive to Augusta to meet him and and hang out with Steve Hummer, who's my, one of my best friends. But anyway, I digress. But I mean, I, I you know, it, yeah, it was sad when I saw that. It was really sad. It is pretty crazy. Just What's think. your favorite Rolling Stones song of all time? I don't know. You probably can't name three. Probably not. Name three. I could sing them if they come on, but you I don't can name, know name of... You can name three Nickelback songs. I can, I can name one Nickelback song, except for the Rockstar one. Name another one. I don't know another one. All right, name three... Uh, by the way, 
I was telling Karen about you know our discussion about yacht rock mm-hmm. and how they only have like nine songs they play them over and over again. So I was telling her, I go, it's so funny because I'm in the car and I I I hear "Feel So Good" by Chuck Mangione. Remember that song? Totally instrumental yeah. song. Yeah, I remember it forever. It was a big hit. Yeah, so you get excited. All right, so like an hour later, it's on again, and I'm I'm laughing about it. So I get in the, we we went out to uh, Sparks last night. Had a wonderful dinner. Appreciate our waiter there, who was incredible. And um, as I get in the car, I turn it on, and it's on Yacht Rock, and it's no way. <laughs> Remember when that was a huge deal, yeah. though? When there were all these instrumental songs that were a big deal. Can sure. you imagine that happening today? Kenny G days. Yeah, Kenny G. Uh, but uh, when I was young, it was uh, Love is Blue by Paul Mar- Marriott, I think it was. Dun, 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 dun. And then there was a whole uh, segment of uh, songs from uh, Love Story. Mm-hmm. You had, and there, it, there was all kinds of instrumentals. Can you imagine an instrumental being a big deal now, other than Baby Shark? No, it's all synthesized. Music. So what if uh, what if Texas loses to Louisiana in the opener? I will go, baby Sark, na 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 na, baby yeah. Sark. That would be nice. <laughs> I'm um, ready in it. Well, what wasn't nice, and this is where we've. If you listen to the show all the time, you know that I don't necessarily like preseason polls, and Patrick does. I I, oh, I he I enjoys think them because of the matchups. I think they're important, and they're important. Well, how important is the preseason All-SEC coaches team? Not at all. So why the (laughs) – do they do it? Boy, you were this close. I was pretty close. How the hell – You got to – How the hell do you put Bo Nix on the preseason All-SEC team? Well, A, there ain't no coach voting for these teams, okay? Then don't call it that. No, that's what they need. It is so dumb. I personally think they should eliminate – any coaches, polls, any coaches, whatever. And if you want to call it the sports information director's poll, or you want to call it the um, school poll, okay, whatever, whoever's voting is voting, and we'll, we'll assign somebody. But coaches don't vote on any of this stuff. I do, I do believe that when you get to sports like baseball, I think coaches do vote. I think they look at yeah, go, those guys. I want to make sure this guy, you know, I like, but, I love going against this guy. They got a lot of free time. But, but even that. Like back in the day, well, let's go back to that '98. Were you ever preseason? No. Let's go back to nine. But you know who was, whose earn run average was way higher than mine every single year. Matt McClendon. Matt McClendon. <laughs> Yet he was preseason All SEC because he was a prospect. Like it's just it's dumb. You're, you're probably gonna tell me, and I can't wait for you to yell at me. You're probably gonna tell me that for me to care about preseason polls and not about preseason. All conference teams are all American. The AP All American team came out today, yeah. and I'm like, who cares? Or yesterday, who cares? There was two guys, three guys on it from Iowa State, or from uh, yeah, Iowa State. Three from Notre Dame. I thought Notre Dame was going to drop off this year. I don't know. Whatever. I voted on that though for like three years, and, I, and I'm glad I don't have to anymore because I'm just pulling names out of a hat at that point. But I no. I, I like the polls. I like that they come out. I still think they're important. The preseason watch lists, Bolitnikoff, Heisman, all that crap are worthless to me. 
You don't get any kind of plaque for it. No. Nope. You don't get any kind of certificate for it. All you get is you get to go, yeah, that was preseason All-American. And then I had the season. You did. It did not go well. Four Gators made it, by the way, if you, uh, if well, you did not hear. If it I don't even matters. In, I don't believe in making it if you're third team. Okay. So then three you're, Gators made it. If you're not first team, you didn't make it. Well, then two Gators made it. <laughs> <laughs> the two Gators that made first team were Zach Carter and Kyrie Elam, Elam as, is, as you would expect. Oh, let me yeah. see. Oh, Kyrie Elam. Okay. Yeah. And then Ventrell Miller made the second team defense, and then Jacob Copeland third team wide receiver. I think all those things would be great if all of them happened. All right, we shall see. All right, let's get some calls. They're happening, so we'll get to them. Tom, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about music. It is, in fact, Paul Marriott, and you are not like the hotel. And the reason I know that is because that was the theme for my sophomore ball. How about that? Four proms, we had a sophomore ball. Was what? And, uh, I couldn't hear. Marriott. Oh, yeah. Marriott. Not Marriott. Not like the hotel that you like so much. And I'm not fishing for a wish, but I'm 69 today, so I know all Nice. And all about the dogs. Jeff is so happy you're somebody 69. There you go. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this year all my life. That a baby. And Tuckman Jones. Um, remember that he also did the theme song to the Olympics. I want to say it was 86, but the song was Children of the Sanchez. Yeah, I must have missed those Olympics. I don't well, remember that one. Up, if you, Children of the Sanchez was the theme, uh, and he did a whole album on it, but it was the theme to, I, I want to say the 86 Olympics, I'm not sure. If that was it, but uh, he was a big deal there for a while. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, that, was. What, what did I say that it's called? What did I say the name of that song was? I I already forgotten. It. I forget. Feels so good. I think. Yeah, so just totally. Yeah, the song you're talking feels so good. Feels so good. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling so good. Uh, feeling good, <laughs> and I'm feeling good. <laughs> there was no lyrics. <laughs> uh, I like those lyrics, though. Okay. And okay. I'm on the tailgate with Jeff yeah. Cardozo, who almost said the F word today on the show. Here we go. And uh, they're, they're great lyrics. Out, you don't have to worry about grounding out the lyrics when you uh, get karaoke for it. Write your own lyrics and just play the background. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. What if you got up there to do karaoke and that and you put feel so good on? Would you just get up there and go just stand there and, and when it's over just walk off? That would be like Drop an, the mic. That would be like an Andy Kaufman yeah. kind of routine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, you're the trumpet part with your lips. <laughs> well, Tom, congratulations on the big day. Happy birthday and it'll be the best year of All your right. life. All right. So All right. Saturday, uh, these yeah. are the best days of your life, according to Don Henley. Yes. Let's get uh, Steve next. Steve, welcome. Hey. Uh, not only did he almost say the F word, he almost said the S word, too. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm having good I restraint today. Was... Duels has got me in a mood. It might be the weather. Okay. I, I, get, him, I get him going, and then, then he gets close to it, 
and I kind of you can he he sees my raised eyebrows and he knows I better stop it right there. I get the Beatles album. I can't. I think it's got better. It's got better songs on it than the George Harrison album. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I well, yes, they're better because he contributed to them. But I, I think All Things Must Pass is one of the 15 or 20 best albums of all time. Okay. No, no, but you're, you're taking the Bianchi route. The Bianchi route is, I've never heard any of them on AM radio. They can't be that good. <laughs> well, that's not what I was thinking. I was just thinking I, I was just trying to remember five songs on that album. Uh, All Things Must Pass, Apple Scruffle, uh, okay. uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, uh, I can't think of the name of it, the one that he got plagiarized. He got, uh, I keep thinking of Give Me Love, but that was on our next album. Um, what's the most famous George Harrison solo song? I can't, it, I, my mind's gone blank. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. My mind went blank, too. That's why I was thinking Get the Beatles out. I just I'm no, it's a me problem because I'm an old man. I can't remember anything right now. But uh, um, God, what is the name of the song? You know the song, the most famous George Harrison, "My Sweet Lord." Sorry, yes, "My ah, Sweet Lord." That's couldn't it. get it out. I had, yeah. I had I to think of the song that was that he got sued for plagiarizing, the, the and he lost the suit actually. But it was, it was he's so fine, he's so fine. Yeah, that boy of mine, I really like to see him. And uh, okay, so I said all things must pass. Uh, Beware of darkness, tremendous song. I'm telling you, man, it's it is a, it's one of those albums you put it on, you sit back, and just listen. Uh, the group that you were trying to remember a while ago that had a lot of instrumental on it too was Chicago. Yeah, but they sang songs. I mean, it was, they, well, they sang some. The but... difference was Chuck Mangione and Paul Moriart, and um, there was a streak there where people were making were making a lot of my oh the guy uh, Herbie Hancock remember? Is it true that Chicago was from Boston and Boston was from Chicago? I don't know. I don't know. I like Boston way better so. than Chicago. I I'm a, I'm a big Boston fan. True. You know why Boston never made it, never kept it going? While they, I mean, in the late '70s, they were as big as anybody. But I just recently watched a lot of videos of them, and their lead singer looks like uh, the guy from uh, Boogie Nights. Um, I can't think of his name either. I'm going blank on every name today. <laughs> Who's the guy in Boogie Nights? The guy that was in Step Brothers. Um, Dirk Diggler? No. Anyway, he looks like him with a mustache, and there you go. That's uh, pretty bad. That's why you didn't, never made it that big. Steve, what you got uh, for what us? I wanted, what I wanted to ask you was, uh, <laughs> did the Saints look really good, or did <laughs> Did the Jaguars look yeah, really I just, bad? I think the Saints' defense is really good. Um, obviously, Jacksonville's still got some stuff to figure out. They they didn't have several of their starters, so I think that's that's part of it. I mean, Chauncey's playing really well, which is fun to see. He was all over the field last night, the, the former Gator. So, although everybody calls him CJ now, which is really weird. 
Well, he's so, changed his name four times. Yeah, he just he keeps running <laughs> running through it. But I just I think the Saints defense is really good, and it's uh, I might throw up in my mouth when I say this, but Jameis looked really good last night, and yeah, he looked well, like he know, could be the guy to to lead did. that team. He did he, even without Michael Thomas there right now, and the the jackass that he's throwing it to is you know the guy from Tennessee. My question is, will he be able to do it in the uh, when he's playing really good teams? Yeah, we'll because see. that's where he really screwed. Well, up. I'm thinking he's had a year under Peyton, and he won't be so uh, careless when he throws the ball way down the field. So um, I'm I'm anxious to see how that's going to turn out. Being a Saints fan, it sounds like Godzilla is attacking. Uh, Steve, there in the background, I, it's hard to tell. No, I just I'm out in the parking lot now. Oh, baby, wherever Bye. you can get it. All right, Steve, thank you. Later. All right. So, my name for Chauncey Gardner Johnson, mm-hmm. who I always loved that he was Chauncey Gardner yeah. because of the movie being there. I remember that one. Peter Sellers. I'm starting to names. It's coming names back. Are starting to, to come to me. It's all, all coming back. Um, all coming but back. I'm going to. Start calling him Chaz Johnson. How about that? Because he'll, eventually he'll get to It'll that name. It'll be something name. different. Down the road, he'll get to that name. Yeah. CJ's a little Well, he weird. was Chauncey Gardner, mm-hmm. then he was Car- Chauncey Gardner Jar- Johnson, and then he was um, he was CJ last year, I think, actually. Yeah. So that's three names. Let's, go, right. to, let's go for a fourth. Okay. Chaz. Let's do it. All right. We do got to get a break, though, so we'll do that. Come back and keep the phone calls coming in here on the tailgate. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system, System. The temperature has evened up throughout the house. There is much lower humidity, and the unit is even generator friendly if need be. So, if you need your AC unit looked at, call Crystal Air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms becoming more numerous into the evening, especially east of I-75. Locally, heavy rainfall and gusty winds will be possible from the strongest cells. Those should hang on until about midnight. Tomorrow morning, partly cloudy skies, lows in the lower 70s. We have a little bit of drier air that's going to work into our area. It'll lower rain chances a little bit, but they'll still be around tomorrow afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Zubin. Trevor Lawrence is pressured on 41.7% of his dropbacks. You gotta hold the same intensity for him as you do all these other rookie quarterbacks, no matter what anybody tells you. Because when the regular season starts, the real bullets go to flying, and he's gonna have to show why he's the number one overall pick when they start the game plan really against him. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you. A Tuesday edition of the tailgate. Lots of rain out there today, so be careful if you're riding around doing some stuff. This guy's probably it riding around it doing never some stuff, really too. Rain, rain, hey. though, it came too. down. Porter, what's up? It rained. Hey, guys. I'll, I'll try and go quickly. There's a bunch of different things. Um, Boston, though. Boston was from Boston. Um, the guys were all uh, students at MIT. Okay. And um, they, they, they got together, and they're, they're really smart. I think they, if I remember correctly, they didn't sign with a normal agent. They, they represented themselves. And that's why they, they came up with an album. 
and it was great. And they came up with the, the second album, and then they just stopped right there for a long time. Then they came out with Amanda off what was going to be the third album and released it as a single, but it was so popular they didn't release the whole album. Then, like two years later, they re-released Amanda, and it went up to number one again. And they released the album. I think they only had the, th- the three albums, and they just they 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 did not want to get into the rut of the you know the never ending, and and then you know apparently invested their money and have, have done really well, which kind of sucks because I'm I'm like I'm like I keep that I love Boston. I wish you had more good music. Well, the, they were album. just another band out of Boston. They were. Yeah, they were. They were a damn good one too. Um, yeah, you mentioned instrumentals. How about Joe Satriani with uh, his his uh, "Serving with the Alien" that made the charts? Golly, it seems like just a few years ago. It's probably twenty years ago. And um, Eric Johnson, "Close to Dover," two uh, songs definitely need to be on your on your playlist, Pat. If they're not, for sure. Never heard um, of that one. Yeah. Eric Eric Johnson, "Close to Dover." Never heard of it. Okay, maybe. Okay, I'm pretty sure you probably have and just don't recognize him. I mean, instrumental, how are you going to recognize it? But uh, maybe a big will can play it coming back from the top of the hour break or something for us. Well, um, the one I love is uh, Golden Boy by Sam Spence. That's when I get fired yep. for football. I play that song. That's a good one. That's a good one, too. It's not an instrumental, but I still love uh, the oh, re- remake. No, 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 not that. I'm, I'm just shifting gears. Rollover Beethoven by ELO, absolutely awesome. <laughs> it's, not, it's not instrumental, but man, a lot of it is, and it's awesome. Uh, Jeff, if you're trying to come up with Stone songs, I would put Sympathy for the Devil, and as years go by, as two of my top top songs. Yeah. Sympathy songs for the Devil is my favorite of all time. Same here, same, same here. Uh, that is a good one. Okay. Jeff, I sent you a, I sent you a picture. Um, it was uh, the alignment. Did you did it come what, through? What is it? I didn't see it. <laughs> It was a pit. It was how the, the alignment that the Rays had for a, 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 a Chai Sox batter over the weekend. Uh, Lamb was he's a left-handed, I guess, pull hitter, and uh, it was it was the, his second at bat, and it was nobody on, and it was one out. And when it got to two strikes, they had they had the shortstop had dropped back. He was playing basically left center. They had four true outfielders, and the third baseman. Once it was two strikes, he he was standing behind second in in the grass. Um, Lau was shifted you know, way, way over. The only person with their feet in the field, other than the pitcher, was the first baseman. Wow. In, including umpires. The umpires. It was the strangest thing I've ever seen. But to show how those, those uh, he, he struck out, in case you're wondering. To show how the... So the, the shift the worked. Played. That's right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He would have struck out where they were. But uh, to show how the, the dynamics worked, when he came up, the first his first at bat, it was first and second with nobody out. And you, know, you can't do the overshift then because they'd still third. He hit into a four six three. The, then he had the one at bat where he struck out with that funky. The next time he came up, there was one out and a runner at first. He grounded into the four to the old standard four five three double play because they had the shift on and the, the third baseman actually covered at second. But um, if you, if you, for those who know baseball, you'd think, man, that's, that really is, you know, using all the, the changing the lineup. We never would have seen hardly any of those, you know, even even five, ten years ago. But um, I just thought it was kind of funny. I figured as a baseball, you get a kick. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's, it's fascinating, four, Porter, because you would. Five, three. <laughs> well, you would think that because of all the shifts, batting averages would be a lot better. But then it's it's actually the opposite. I mean, guys used to hit. When guys were well, aligned the right way, for that, because this is where they hit the ball. Right, that their tendencies and are they're to do not, that, and they're right, not, they're not going to go away from their. They're tendencies. not adjusting, yeah. so that's I think part of the the issue. So, um, no, it's it's fascinating how it all works, and with the numbers, the analytics, everything else. To, 
And you constantly, if you especially if you go to a game, you see it. I mean, even more than if you're watching it on TV. But it's it's kind of cool because every single person pulls out a card out of their back pocket or puts their hat, takes their hat off, and looks in their hat to see where alignments are. Like there's a lot of scouting that goes into just a regular season Tuesday night baseball game. It's it's become that intense. Well, it's, it's just it's just funky. If uh, if the shortstop goes back and he's playing left center and he catches a fly ball, is it an F six? Yeah, F six. F six. So it doesn't look like a it looks like a pop up. No, yeah, it's, it's F six. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the position you're assigned. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. I have one more question for Jeff, and I can't remember what the heck it was. So it must have. My grandmother said must not. I'm in very important. All right. Go Gators. All right. Appreciate Thanks. it. You know what the punchline of that was? Steve Martin. He he was the first guy who had that joke. I had a I had I had a thought, but it must not have been very important. Oh yeah, I'm radioactive. That was his first special on HBO, and that's when HBO launched. I mean, they became so big because of that Steve Martin special. People listening on the radio couldn't hear that great thing that you just said. Why? Because the weather oh. is uh, interrupting us. But if you're streaming, you can hear us right now, so that's at least a, a good thing. So we'll keep talking. Even though the National Weather Service is saying we're all going to die in ah, the next uh, ah. 20 seconds. Hopefully not. By the way, I finally looked it up. I, 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 I never, I blank on his name. John C. Riley. Oh, yeah. Was the guy who the lead singer for Boston looked like with a mustache. Okay. Imagine with a bush, bushy mustache and really long hair, and you would go, ah, I can't, eh, they're really good, but. Eh. He was part of Shake and Bake, too. He was. I mean, he's a. And, you know. Shake. You know, you know the most important role that he's ever played in a movie? Uh, the stepbrother's drummer? No. Um, most important. Oh, he was a catcher. For he was the catcher in favorite movie. For yeah. Love of the Game. Yeah. Which, How about that? He slummed to take that part, I can tell you that. <laughs> but no, he was good. He was the best part of that movie. Yeah? No, Kelly Preston was. Yeah, but at the same time. The way he treated her, you would have been, you should have been down on. He treated her as good as he could. No, when he told her the most important person in his life was a trainer, when he yes, that was his a hand jerkish open. move. Yes, jerkish. Yes, he, but he had a lot of. Jerkish at that point, moves. he's not thinking, and then he came to his senses and he got the girl. Yeah, after what when he quit foot baseball, he quit and he goes now now I'm ready to settle down. Well, what? Come on, Kelly is worth more than that. Just like Elizabeth Shue was worth more to Nicholas Absolutely. Cage's life. Absolutely. Never should have gone leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> he should have at some point gone. Wait a minute! Holy cow! I don't need this alcohol. I've got Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, let me take that. No question. She was in this great series called The Boys. That I don't know if they're going to redo a third season, but the first two were unbelievable. Cool. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's a movie about superheroes gone bad. It's, it's nice. really cool. Have to oh, check it out. Series, yeah. All right, we do got to get our final break, though. We'll knock that out. We'll come back and uh, get a few more phone calls to finish up our number one here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Eli Macron. The Tampa Bay Rays will travel to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies tonight. The Rays are coming to Philly after taking two out of three against the White Sox. Our coverage begins right here at 6.30. Looking ahead to the college football season, Lee Corso joins Sports Scene with Steve Russell. 
Corso has high hopes for the Gators, but doubts they will be able to get past Georgia. When asked about the dogs, Corso says they are going all the way. You're not going to make it a playoffs. I think they're going to win it all this year. Speaking of Gator football, defensive lineman Zachary Carter and defensive back Kalir Elam were selected as part of the 2021 preseason coaches All-SEC football team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eli Macron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Summer is here. Hi, this is Tom Collette from Electronics World. Are you ready to make your backyard an outdoor entertainment oasis for you, your family, and friends? Let our team at Electronics World assist you with that. We can outfit your outdoor space with Sunbright Outdoor TVs, outdoor sound systems from Yamaha, Sonance, and more, plus surveillance systems to keep an eye on everything, and smart control, too. Come visit us today at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got aims to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every aim your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other aims, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible, but this is it. The final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible. And everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets, the largest selection ever. Get her that $3,000 diamond band and pay just $84 a month. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 25% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends Tuesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry. Pick any item. Take advantage of three years zero interest financing and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Welcome to the swamp. The Gators open the season against Florida Atlantic Saturday, September 4th. Oh Kickoff is set for 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, so uh, we haven't really talked much about the Alliance. I mean, the big story. What? We got a call. I know, but I'm just saying we haven't talked yeah, much. Yeah, we'll about get a second hour. We don't have to just come back from a commercial break and go, oh, we're going to call. Let's I go wanna, do it. Joe's been holding. Well, we got six minutes, right. five minutes. Just because you're perfect and in, in you, you finish in like a minute and a half doesn't mean no, everyone else can do that. My point is you refuse to allow me to look at the, this thing. It's and a, that it's, thing is not working. It's right so. in the middle for both of us. It's not. It's not turned towards me. I fixed your headset. I just know. be happy with that. I'm just going to move over a little bit so I can see if somebody's on. Joe, you owe me a dollar since I, I got to you and Pat didn't want to. I appreciate that. And I was going to give him a hard time about his Braves letting me down last night. I know. Finally lost one. I finally watch a game and they lose. (laughs) I I was needing them to beat those Yankees for me. I'm a Rays fan. Yeah, they're they're creeping. I think the Yanks are only, what, like four and a half out now? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, pretty crazy how how good they've been. But uh, I needed the the Braves to win tonight to put them Yankees further back. Mm Mm-hmm. But... uh, you know, that, that's what I'm saying, and uh, I, I finally watched one of the Braves games to just keep up, and the Rays were off last night, and they let me down. It's, uh, I mean, they won nine in a row. They've obviously been really, really hot. So, it, it, Yeah, but the Yanks have won ten in a row now. So it's pretty fascinating. It was the first time since, like, the early 1900s that teams on nine-game winning streaks the faced streaks each other. played each other. Yeah, yeah I saw that. No. That's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm – Excited about hearing about the alliance now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. I got a call. I'm sorry. I got a call right then. What for? I had to. I had to answer it. Uh, my man Dudley Hart was calling because I'm doing something on. Yeah, you gotta. That, where are they now? Type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll call him after the show. Where is he? Japan. Well, I, I. That's what I don't. Because he was moving around. He for a while he moved to Buffalo. And then he moved back, I think, to Florida. I, I don't know where he is right now. Why oh, would you choose to live in Buffalo? He wanted he wanted a good place to raise his kids. So they can shovel snow half the and year? And you know where, where it's not a good place to raise your kids? Buffalo. No, but think about it. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. Mars? Mars. Well, you don't know the oxygen it's situation. It's a music theory today. Music, we're going we're to do nothing but music today. Okay, let's so go. Mars is not a kind of place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell. Oh, I said the H word. But you're willing to sacrifice your love? I am. Uh, but it, it, it's, I've been working on this story for the alumni magazine. It's so much fun to talk to all these great gators. All right, here's the thing about the Alliance. We'll talk about it on the other side. It was literally... I listened to the press conference, and I literally, at the end of it, just wanted to go, Pat, you need to get a life. Yes. Uh, It's okay to to be a nerd for college football games, but not for college football news. And there was none. And there was no no news. For for them to come out like that and basically say, we've got 41 people that all agree – we all agree the SEC and is too big and strong and powerful. Yet and there's no agreement. There's no anything. We TV have contracts. Signed, no TV contracts. No scheduling. 
but we're really into this, and we believe in the student-athlete and academics. Yeah, well, okay. That doesn't seem to be the theme anyway. They, they got their hour on, on a podium. And made people pay attention to it, and and then they'll have one another in another couple of months, and they'll go, well, we've come to a scheduling agreement where teams are going to play each other instead of playing themselves, so we'll let you know who they're going to play a little bit later, and then it'll be like, uh, we've come to an agreement, the alliance, and we're all proud here, and we're all happy, and uh, the three commissioners all agree that first downs need to be 10 yards in mm-hmm. our leagues, and so we're going to stick with that. That literally was the impact of today's press conference, Press conference, which I can't believe how lame it is that I listened to it. I can't believe how lame it was that a lot of sports writers listened to it. Well, it was supposedly a big deal, so I think you're, you're going to do that. So yeah, if you missed it, the, the new Pac-12 commissioner said this, there's no signed contract, there's an agreement among three gentlemen and a commitment from 41 presidents, chancellors, and 41 athletic directors to do what we say we are going to do. Yeah, and by the way, they said, yeah, we hope the Big 12 does great. We're just not going to, you know, we know they're not. They're going to dissolve, and it's gonna, that's the way it's going to be. They're not going anywhere. They, they basically threw the Big 12 again under the bus. The Big 12... It's just covered in tire tracks for being under the bus over the last. And we saw all the buses in the world today. We did. Coming in here. Either anywhere from 8 to 20 that didn't I, allow us to get to the studio. I will tell you it's about, it was 15. All right. We got a break. We'll talk about it more in hour two. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection nearly every make and model and with prices starting at just 99.95 everyone must pass a rigorous 170 point inspection many come with remaining factory warranties and all are backed by davis's three-day love it or bring it back guarantee even dozens of gm certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better than new car warranties plus davis gainesville chevy has finance plans for everyone so why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference get a fully inspected like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union special Even Up Savings Account. That's right. Just add our special Even Up Savings Account to your Radiant checking account, and every qualifying debit card transaction helps grow your savings. Yeah, you'll be able to build your savings every time you swipe, insert, or tap your debit card. You can even add your Radiant debit card to your mobile wallet. Just imagine, buy groceries, grow your savings, buy gas, grow your savings, buy coffee, grow your savings. Yes, it's just that easy. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening your new Even Up Savings account today and start earning more from your spare change. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. 
Radiant, federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri This is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hey, that's us. Welcome. Second hour of the tailgate gets going now on this rainy Tuesday afternoon. Be careful. Hopefully it's breaking up a little bit. It looks a little nasty outside. We should have been nasty couple hours ago trying to get to the studio because you had all a sorority row or something oh, line up about holy. eight buses in front of the Yodome and no, you couldn't no, get no. by. Uh, your eight is a way low estimate. Well, It's, it's kind of like you talking about my sex life. It's, uh, you're always going with the under. That, there were at least, at least 12, and I think it was more like 15. There was a lot. You can definitely they, tell the kiddies course, are back. And they were not parked in the... No, they were in their lane. They were so I had to go on the road. over the curb to get by them. Well, you can't see anyway, so you kind of do go over the curb a lot when you drive. Yeah, but this time I had to go over the curb. It wasn't unintentional. <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Yeah, kids are back, and um, guess who's back? And, you know, back again. I liked it when they were here. No offense, guys. Yeah, it's it's amazing how I mean, now all of a sudden... I got a daughter in school, and I, I still can make fun of 50,000 people coming to this little area. certainly affects the roadways. It does, and um, you just have to deal with it. So be careful. Yeah. A lot, and I see a lot of rear-ending going on because people are on their phones, yeah. and they don't pay attention, yeah. don't look up. You don't have, to, don't have to look down for long. And the next thing you know, no. you hit the brakes, or you maybe you go for the brakes... And you kind of accidentally hit the accelerator, you know, like the edge of the accelerator. Yeah. I've seen that happen, too. 
Uh, by the way, it looks like that storm's going to go south of us, so we may be okay. According to our radar here. It looks bad. It looks Which bad. all we ever get. And out. what else is bad? We were talking a little bit in the first hour about not only the uh, new alliance that apparently formed today, even though there's no agreement between no agreement and no a whole news. bunch of different conferences. The preseason All-SEC team announced not one Gator offensive lineman on the first, second, or third I asked, team. I said, who would you put on there? Richard Garage. And you would do that because? Because he's the highest name. Yeah. I, I did, again, this is a show me. Yeah, deal. no, you wouldn't put anybody yeah. on there, but I think it just shows you what, what in this league. What how we're many great with. offensive linemen there are? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a ton at, at Alabama, obviously, ton at LSU. Kentucky's always got a couple. You know, it, all, you can go on through the, everybody. In Florida's got nobody who's proven anything. So Georgia. I mean, Florida's starting uh, that guy at center that I can't pronounce his name. Egan, Egan, Egan Batua? Is it Egan Bakua? <laughs> Georgia doesn't. Give it to me. You don't know it. You're going to have to introduce him one day at the national championship game. Egiquan. Egiquan. Is that it? Something like that. You're guessing. Come on, man. Something like that. Georgia's only got one guy on the first or second team O-line. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, they lost some guys from there. That was certainly... So they, they have again, to replace... all you're doing, all these SIDs are doing, it's not coaches voting, it's SIDs, and what they're doing is they're going, let me let me look up who's on their team, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I remember that guy from last year. You know, so I... Like I said, preseason polls matter to me, preseason all-conference teams, preseason watch lists, preseason everything else doesn't matter to me. And I know that Florida's got to put out that Kyrie Elam's on the Bednarik watch list. Okay, here I was going to watch him anyway. Emory Jones is on a watch list, but I I started reading it more because I thought it was interesting. And the watch list is basically for fourth year players that fit under a certain criteria. So it's like, okay, well you have to be fourth on that year list. players who are finally getting to start. That was like oh, jo- we're watching Emory Jones as a freshman. Josh Tobias made the All SEC freshman team, and I'm like, Josh Tobias hit like about a buck eighty in two homers and played like every game. Like he he, he did he play. Was, he was a good third baseman though, but not as a freshman. Like he got better. Yeah. So he's a freshman All SEC, and then I go and I looked up the rest of the league. There wasn't one other freshman <laughs> SEC third baseman. At so that's point, why he was on the well, list. And then the SID had to look down and go, I can't find a third baseman. Right. So well, there. this Tobias guy at least hit a homer. Yeah. He ended yeah. up being a pretty good player. Preseason. Good old Josh Actually, Tobias. Postseason. Both of them suck. Who, Tobias? No, the preseason and postseason lists. Like it, I, I mean, I guess it's good for... Well, it, it the, the postseason only, obviously means only more than pre. That ma- I mean, there's a couple things that matter to me in the postseason. The Heisman, mm-hmm. number one. Um, but the other thing is, are you an All American? If you're an All American, you get a brick out from yeah. the stadium, and that means that would mean so much to yeah, me. As that a means a lot. And I've asked multiple players who've been on my podcast what it meant to them. Like, oh man, I bring my kids every time we go. We look at my name and everything. That is huge. And I think Urban started that. Uh, many of the traditions of Florida football are Urban Meyer legacies. And that's that I was thinking about this the other day. That is enough reason right there for him to be in the Ring of Honor. So we'll see if that happens. This year. And now he's got to start some traditions in Jacksonville. Yeah. Of good, lo- 
as they said in our favorite movie, good luck. Good luck. All right, back to the phones we go as we kick off the second hour with Jack. Jack, welcome. Hey, uh, as on that list is the uh, Texas A&M Day list, uh, Johnny Manziel and the Food and Drug Administration list. <laughs> yeah. That's a good well, one. Uh, did, I, did, I beat, did I beat the equestrian or whatever the uh, Doug Dickey's illegitimate son up there in Tennessee today, or has he already called in? He, you've, you've beat him. We should I beat start him. calling him out. The equi- we, should, we should give him our own nickname. Yeah. Instead of the him coming equi- up with a nickname that he won't reveal why he's called that. <laughs> so that, yeah. who, who in the world would come up with a nickname and go, I'm called the uh, Joker. Why are you called the Joker? Yeah. I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it. Well, I, then, you know, I, I could – Hey Jeff, I could call it and be the toilet paper man. True. Yeah. So yeah. Or the urinal. Well, uh, you know, one thing. <laughs> one thing I have noticed in the news here, you know, the, the great legacy of Will Muschamp, if you remember him at Florida and South Carolina, was is that everybody had so many ACL tears. I know it was it was because of that idiotic uh, strength coach you had, the big guy that just jumped up, the ball headed guy jumping up down the sidelines. Jeff Dillman. Dillman. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Let's not even mention his name. But uh, and now the uh, now now they're having uh, the ACL over at Georgia. Now they've had three or four guys go with ACLs. I guess uh, we can call the ACL another. Uh, the ACL stands for another champ legacy. Now is hitting Georgia. So good for them. So what are you saying that he's like a uh, Indian burial ground that wherever he walks is. I think, Pat, I think he is. I think he's like a. I think he's just like the the big the, the big pit man. He's like a. He's like a, just a big thing of just like yeah. Just he's awful. I mean. The guy's just bad news wherever he goes. Well, and, and, I, and then, yeah, then, then I mean, Kirby, I can't argue with you, but I, I still like the guy very much. But. Well, I, I would like him, too, having a beer. But, I mean, you know, he, again, he was head coach material. That'd be like, you know, making you in charge of ABC News and me what, me doing anything else but selling toilet paper. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm excited about the year, man. I think we got a good shot. I mean, everybody's undefeated, as the HBC used to say. The talking season's fixed to be over with, you know, which is, which up here, man, from June when the first the publications come out to the first loss, man, the people over there, the people over there where they where God created football, forty eight miles from me, I'm not gonna, uh, in Athens, mm-hmm. Greece, uh, they they they're still talking about this is their year, this is their year, and you know, you know, Jeff, I think I'll text you a picture of me when I was when I, the age I was, the before and after picture, the age I was in 1980 and how I look now, because that's been like 42 years ago. Wow. So, yeah. And now they've got their shirts. I don't know if you saw us, Pat. They've got their they, – they got their – like, we've got the throwback shirts now, the old Albert and all the stuff on there, the Charlie Pell UF. And at Georgia, when they've got one of theirs that says, 1980 National Champs. Wow. 1980 National Champs. I may get Good one Lord. like that. I used to have the greatest T-shirt. I, I, I feel bad that I lost it. I got it in 1985 up there. <laughs> When Florida actually played in Athens, and it was a ninety five. I'm sorry. It was a Georgia helmet, and then underneath it, it was in big letters <laughs> said, "We are a uh, we are a drinking drinking school with a football problem." And I'm like, <laughs> "That is perfect." It that is. is perfect. It is. That was that was a great night, man. We were just, I mean, half the half the people left by the middle of the first quarter, and then we all, all the Gators are partying downtown Athens, watching the Braves win their first world championship, which was a great night for me. Heck yeah, it was and great I, for me too. Well, so guys, what do y'all think? I, I I think somebody put on one of the boards that uh, that you know we could go from be we could be seven and five to twelve and one. I think it's just again, I think uh, I think this is what Dan does best is, is coach his coach and draw plays. I think the defense is going to be better. I think. 
again, it, 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 we're gonna it's gonna be dependent on the offensive line and Emory, and I think I think we're gonna see AR play a lot this year. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I do, I do too, I'm Jack, excited. and I, I think you know there there's a reason why you know it was Franks, and then it was certainly Trask, and then Emory never necessarily got all that stuff. I think there, there's just there's talent there, but. I don't know if Mullen sees what you're supposed to see in a quarterback that's going to be really, really successful. And I think you're the, you're seeing Richardson be able to contribute and do some different things, and they like him a lot. So I think he's going to be a, a big part of this offense. And there's no question in my mind that the defense is going to be better. Like there, there, It has to be. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of guys on that side of the ball that are talented, and they'll, they'll figure it out. And if you – I mean, it's just it's amazing to like to sit here and think about. I mean, the Bama game is going to be huge, but I mean that that Georgia game is going to be tremendous, and I, I really feel that Florida has a, a nice shot to to go there and beat them. I do too. I mean, who has JT Daniels beat? Cincinnati? Uh, let's see, Tennessee or Vandy or Georgia Tech? Yeah, I mean, well, he ran through the real gauntlet, and I'm sure, and that Mississippi that that. that uh, the Cincinnati team, I'm sure they were like the uh, they were like the '66 Packers, right? They were the best team of all time, or the '72 Dolphins, yeah. But they, I mean, by the way, boycott Zaxby's because uh, JT Daniels has a has a uh, deal with them nil deal Uh-oh. with Zaxby's, so I won't be eating there for a while. Well, I was already so, guys, I'm that. excited. <laughs> guys, I'm excited. I'll let you guys go. Uh, it's great to hate the Bulldogs. Love you guys. Go Gators. All right, Jack. Appreciate it. So, who do you think hates Georgia more, me or? I mean, I don't, I don't. I actually have a lot of friends up there. But or how about you or Jack? Jack. Yeah. What about um, old Gators who had to live through Lin- – anybody who was in the stadium for Lindsey Scott or Jack? Yeah. Jack. <laughs> but see, that, again, that's – but that's where the difference in, I think, age and what you grew up with. Because yeah. when, when I really followed Florida football – it was through that Spurrier era, and Florida always won. So Georgia was not necessarily a rival. 12, yeah. That rival to me was Florida State. So I hated Florida State way more than I did Georgia because to me Georgia wasn't even a big deal. Like it was nothing. It I think you, I think yeah. you can even throw Tennessee in there more than Georgia because of all those times with Peyton. Well, that's the funny thing is um, I was thinking about this today. All right, if I if I if I asked you if you if you get get to decide who wins the SEC this year, mm-hmm. Alabama or LSU? Alabama. I, that's what LSU has become. That's yeah. the rivalry it's become. Yeah. All right, LSU or Georgia? <laughs> You're struggling with that one. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably have to say LSU. Yes, exactly. That's the correct answer. Yeah. Very good. But it's clo- it's close. You know, as far as that, how I think from relationship people, actually, like you, I have a lot of friends at yeah. Georgia that are part of that athletic department. But yeah, you just you don't want that that you just you don't want that fan base winning. No, they're yeah, and it's not even the fans that I I mind. It's it's the the what would the, what would they bulldog idiots would be gold dog idiot. Go, no, what would they be? They would be. Um, Idiots, Georgia idiots. Yeah, but Gator idiots are giddiots. Giddiots. <laughs> All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back and get more of your phone calls here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. 
Good afternoon, I'm Eli Macaron. The Tampa Bay Rays will travel to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies tonight. The Rays are coming to Philly after taking two out of three against the White Sox. Our coverage begins right here at 6.30. In NFL news, Jaguars first round pick out of Clemson, Travis Etienne, will undergo season-ending surgery after suffering a Liz Frank fracture in his foot from last night's preseason game against the Saints. In NCAA news, the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC officially announced their alliance. Michael Schill, Pac-12 Board of Directors Chair, said it will shape a future for college athletics that will be able to support the next generation of leaders. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eli Macron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. Tune in each Thursday night at 7 for Gator Talk with head coach Dan Mullen. Welcome into another edition of Gator Talk. It's going to run up the middle field and into a touchdown. We're getting better or getting worse. Don't stay the same. Interviews, game analysis, and your questions for the head coach of the Gators. I enjoy these moments. I enjoy this, this part of life. Talk with head coach Dan Muller every Thursday night at 7 right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gators soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 
J Dog producing today. You like this? I'm doing the, the whole Huey thing with the mic. Du, du, du. Did you like the movie Duets? I still haven't seen it. Seriously? No. Well, you won't read books that I uh, I recommend to you, and I think you would like it. Paul Giamatti. He's great. He was great. What what movie did I just watch? The other you got day? a was in, had a bit part. Can't remember. You got the. You know, I watched today was Iron Man's girlfriend's in it. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. I watched back to back, Best in Show and For Your Consideration, which were both the same group of actors. Okay. You have you ever seen Best in Show? Yes, seen. I haven't seen the other one. Consideration. Yeah, it, it's not as good. It's it's like on a one to ten, I think Best in Show is an eight, and For Your Consideration is about a four. Okay. But it's still fun to watch. It, it's got a cool thing. But they also did A Mighty Win, which was hilarious. And they also did, uh, the first one was Waiting for Guffman, which I know you haven't seen Waiting for no. Guffman. Just when you saw the title come across, you would just go, ah, what the hell is that? Waiting for Guffman. I don't want to watch a movie about waiting for a guy. I don't mind. It's good. It's really good. Name does it's not matter. Fir- it's the first one of that series of movies that they did together, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hare and okay. all those people. All right. Then it would be good. It's good stuff. All right, back to the phones. John's next. What's up, Johnny? Hey, guys. Uh, good talk about football. And I kind of have a short little story for you going back to 1980, since we're talking about for, uh, Georgia back to 1980. Um, I graduated from high school in 1980. And I got a job, or I got a job interview for a summer camp up in Alabama. Uh, it's called Camp Laney. You might have heard it through Coach Clifford. Uh, Clifford uh, was PK, one of the. Yeah. Well, he he was one of the main counselors of the of the uh, camp up there, and I actually drove up with him that year, and we had a nice little chit chat about Gators and stuff like that. Well, John Clifford is a great guy to talk to. I mean, whenever I oh yeah, him, well I a nice the, little. Uh, National championship game between uh, FSU and Tennessee. I watched it at his house, and we, we had a blast. Me and Doring and a couple other people were there. Well, the story going up there, uh, one of our uh, one of our, our counselors up there, he was actually a walk-on at, Florida, at Georgia, and he was telling us all year about all summer camp about how we they got this great running back by the name of Herschel. Me like, okay, whatever. So... <clears throat> Coming up to the game, I actually got tickets to the game, and I actually got to meet my buddy. He was on the sideline, you know, Georgia, Georgia sideline. They had the old fence back in the uh, uh, Gator Ball. So I got to see him. It was pretty cool. Well, first play of the game, obviously, was Herschel going 70 yards for a touchdown, and we were like, well. I think it was actually 80, was to be honest with you. Well, 80. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> 70, 80, 90, 20. Um, he could have gone a hundred. Yeah. Well, it was like, well, it's gonna be a long day. Well, how the whole day had ensued, you know, we had the chance of not having the Lindsey Scott play happen. But let me ask you this, Pat: if if, if we stop them and they lose, you still think they're in the national title game that year? No, there, there was no national title game in 1980. It was it was however the vote. Well, it was a Sugar Bowl, you know. Yeah, you had to play in the Sugar Bowl, and when they beat. Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, and 
you know, it was a close game. That got him in. I don't know. No, they would not have played Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Well, they might have played Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Because tonight. they would the have Sugar the tie-in. They, they would have won yeah. the, the, the uh, SEC that year. So I'm just yeah, kind of thinking. I, I don't know. I don't remember who else was a candidate. I remember. Uh, I remember that was the same day that I think I'm right on this. That Georgia Tech and Notre Dame tied three to three, and that allowed Georgia to not with their win. In addition, allowed them to become number one. And I, right. I was I was riding down the elevator with a Georgia coach and Georgia coach, and it was like 20 seconds to go in the game, and they they were trying to run the clock out or something, and he's. He was like, "Run, clock, run! Run, clock, run!" I was like, "Well, I think this could, this game's going to be known for something else, like run, Lindsay, I mean, run." Right. Well, that goes back to also '96 when we when we snuck back in to play Florida State when Texas played that memorable game. I was watching that actually at work. People well, and that's like, the thing you got to admit this, John. Nobody sneaks in anymore. You might once you get in, you still got to win two games, two games against elite teams, and eventually you're going to probably have to win four games against elite teams. So th- that makes it a true champion. I-, I think there were a lot of champions that weren't, and, and that Georgia team wasn't that good. They had one player, and they yep. and they actually uh, were a really good defensive team. Um, God, what was his name? Scott Warner. On yeah. those miserable knees, Larry Munson used to say, "Scott Warner made the tackle again." But uh, well, I'll, I'll, that was I'll it. Tell you, I got I got the interview and I got the job. And the, the people that helped me give me a good reference was the Mush Champs. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in their living room um, back in the day. There was Mike Mush Champ. That was Will's older brother. I met him, and then there was Will. I didn't, you know, foresee that he was going to grow up to be the our head coach it one day and play for Georgia. But that was kind of neat, you know, kind of a little bit of tie-ins on what, what happened back then. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Hey, y'all have a great day, man. All right, John, appreciate that. Let's get uh, Kurt next. Hey, Kurt. Hey, guys, how's it going? Kurt from Heavy Pedal, how are you? Sweet. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. Hey, uh, those movies you were just talking about are really great, but you left one out, which is uh, This is Spinal Tap. Well, yes. I mean, that is the best one of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear you. No, it, it, you're right. I didn't. I didn't mention. It. I I was sitting here thinking. I go, what movie am I forgetting? But yeah, that is the best of them all. That, and I think Best in Show is one of the funniest movies ever oh, it's made. Great. All those movies are really great. Anyway, didn't want wanted to give a shout out for Spinal Tap, and uh, thanks a lot. I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Have a good one. Thank I'm, you so I'm much. Trying to get Kelsey to watch this is Spinal Tap with us. <laughs> I don't know if it'll hold up. It's one louder, though. Yeah. So. Got her on the Beatles. Maybe so. Let's go to the equestrian. Mike, you, your nickname's been changed to, to yeah, the equestrian. You're the equestrian now. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, y'all hanging through that weather there. I heard y'all talking about your uh, weather. I like it's, to jump on there and look it's, at it's the not, channel. It's not nice yeah. out. Yeah. Hey, guys, three things for y'all. I've been listening to the show. One thing on the Stones. One thing on uh, Lee Corso. And i got a question for you about Foley, Pat. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, hey, I bet he can't either if he's out there in radio land. Hey, um, guys, uh, uh, Stones, um, Jeff, going into the break, play uh, Almost Hear You Sigh, the official Rolling Stones video. It's rare that a drummer stars in a band and Mick Jagger gets all the, the rub and Keith Richards and all that. Do that for yourself and over the break, 
tell me what you think coming out of the next. Okay, break. yeah, we we got an email that said it just basically all that said was four words. It said Charlie drove the stones. I, this is a great you, story. This is a great story where Mick Jagger calls Charlie Watts and says, "Where's my drummer?" And, and waits. He gets, and, Watts gets out of bed, shaves, puts his suit on, comes downstairs, punches Mick Jagger in the face, and goes. Don't ever call me your drummer again. I'm your, I mean, you're my singer. Wow. That, that is beautiful. Yeah. Well, there's an F word and, in there somewhere. But. Yeah, yeah, and moving along quickly here, guys. Jeff was trying to, to use 40, one earlier. Yeah. I did get to see the 40 Leaks tour over in Nashville, guys. And what's interesting about a Stone show is, is people dress up. It's not a Grateful Dead concert or whatever. I mean, women bring out the bling bling. Everybody dresses in black, women in leather pants. I remember, I mean, you talk about just a cool classy rock and roll show that's a that's a stones concert you talk about an event i saw him in your favorite place in the world the swamp oh wow 94 yep yeah oh mick he, he can shake he's 75 he can still do it he's had some heart trouble i'm right, moving along here quickly guys um pat um lee corso i don't I mean i don't mind giving the guy a segment or something to do on the show but i thought for a couple of years it's painful to watch him on tv sometimes you just got to exit the stage we saw this with dick clark Dick Clark's Rock and Eve. Um, Why are they doing bringing him back on there full time? They love the guy. Uh, everybody there loves him, and uh, I know that that I, like it was three years ago when they had uh, when he gave that emotional speech about how Fowler and Curb Street and those guys had carried had allowed him to deal with a stroke that he had had. And uh, but I I don't disagree with you, entertainment wise. It's it's only there for one reason. That's to put a helmet on or, or a or a mascot head on, and it's almost like they should just reduce it to that. I I, I love Lee Corso. I've had him on many radio shows over the years. Um, he's been great to me, and, and uh, but obviously, as we go forward, I mean, it, it may be time to. But they they basically do put Pollock in that that other chair a lot of the a lot of the time. So. Yeah, but I mean, um, you know, I'm still trying to get over the fact that um, uh, Lisa Marissa Taylor, whatever her name is, walked away from a five million dollar a year deal. That's Granny Maria Taylor, but you get her name right if you're going to call her. Granny's paying that cable bill, and um, these ESPN sideline girls are getting filthy rich. I don't know what that means, but go ahead. <laughs> How much is Corso dragging down? If they're bringing he him ain't back, he's getting much. Full, yeah, he is, ain't he, get... is he? Are they going to pay him a million or two? I don't know. I don't think it's that much. But <laughs> Hey, last thing for you, Pat. We were talking about Strickland yesterday in the old coaching search. You are talking about the start of the show. I got to thinking, is, is Foley still in town, or did he move off to Vail or somewhere? He's in uh, Vermont uh, during a part, about half the year and, and back here in half the year and yeah, is yeah. a fundraiser and, and uh, certainly does still have his voice heard. Oh, so he's still on the payroll. He's an ambassador, that type of job. Yeah, I, as far as I know, he is. He and Spurrier both yeah. are on the payroll. Well, you know, um, obviously, um, I've always admired the fact a lot of these ADs, Pat, they come in, they get a job, they go to the bank, cash that big check for a year or two. A lot of them are just thinking about their uh, hind, their tail, and you can't blame people for that. But what I always admired about Foley is, is I believe he really was committed to Florida winning. I mean, I believe Foley was a guy – Win or you're getting fired generally pretty quickly. I brought up Doug Brown to you. He was the old track coach from Tennessee coming off a national championship. Foley hired yeah. him. If that, if you'd forgotten that guy, no, I, I, I mentioned him. I said he was a track coach. Yeah, yeah, but but I got to thinking though, Pat, what's uh, if you uh, a typical Gator fan on the sidewalk? What's up? Uh, what's Foley's popularity rating? Um, it depends on who you're talking to because if you're talking to somebody 
Gates, who's very Cro-Magnon-ish and only believes that football is the only thing that matters, it's probably not that high. But if you talk yeah, to somebody who likes all the sports, like who believes that bringing Billy Donovan is one of the greatest things that ever happened here, Rhonda Fain, Tim Walton, Kevin O'Sullivan, and all the great hires he made, uh, and you care about all sports, you probably have a pretty high opinion. And, and you care about what type of person he was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Donovan was on the radar. I mean, Kentucky, Patino has pushed him. He was going to get a job. He gets a lot of credit for that. But I think he was an awful football athletic director. And I just wondered if the local yokels down at Adams Rib Company agreed with me. Well, he. I mean, I know that, that people don't want to admit this, but he hired Urban Meyer, and he convinced Urban Meyer, which was not an easy thing to do, to come to Florida rather than go to Notre Dame. And I give Jeremy full credit for getting Urban Meyer here. So well, that's, Pat, Pat, that's like two sayings. national championships. Yeah, yeah. Pat, I like, Pat, I like your sayings. I'll leave you with one of my favorites. Your German Shepherd could have hired Urban Meyer. Y'all stay dry. See you. No, I, that's not true. I mean, I, I, I don't know why I can't get this through to people. That Urban Meyer, what, the day after, well, wh- in fact, while Jeremy Foley and Greg McGarity are at a movie because they're just trying to get their minds off thing and they, there's nothing they can do, while they're doing that, Urban is meeting with Notre Dame. And they flew in on a plane and they're going to pitch him his dream school. Okay? Notre Dame yeah. was his dream school. And instead, uh, what Jeremy was able to do by getting – uh, Billy Donovan's wife to call um, Shelley, you know, and all the things that he did to pitch him. If you think hiring Urban Meyer, yes, hiring Urban Meyer was a no-brainer, but getting him to come to Florida was not a no-brainer. It was hard to do. So I, I give Jeremy full credit. I know everybody goes, oh, Bernie Matchett hired him. Bernie Matchett didn't hire him. Bernie Matchett didn't make any trips out there. I I don't know that he did. But Jeremy's a guy who convinced him to come to Florida and allow Florida to have those two national titles. I, I look was was Ron Zook a mistake? Absolutely. Was Will Muschamp a mistake? It turned out to be one, but to me it wasn't. But not yeah, not from a not when it happened, right? Because he was the hot guy. Yeah, he, he was the up and and from coaching waiting from Gainesville. Yes, you know, at Texas, all the everything. Was Jim McElwain a mistake? It turned out to be. Of course, he won two Eastern Division championships, but he also um, the mistake was that um, Jeremy misread him as a person in terms of how he would fit yeah. in. And it came in sight unseen. And yeah, it, that it made was it hard. And again, there was nobody else out there. Nobody can tell me who they should have hired. Yeah, that I, I know that there was talk about Hugh Freeze being, in, you know, and then next thing you know, somebody, you know, says, "Oh, by the way, we have this dossier on Hugh Freeze with all the things he's done wrong," and a year later he's fired. Yeah. So, all right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back and uh, keep your calls coming here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their 
licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play it again, sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun, with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Thunderstorms becoming more numerous into the evening, especially east of I-75. Locally, heavy rainfall and gusty winds will be possible from the strongest cells. Those should hang on until about midnight. Tomorrow morning, partly cloudy skies, lows in the lower 70s. We have a little bit of drier air that's going to work into our area. It'll lower rain chances a little bit, but they'll still be around tomorrow afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Pointed this out that it's a, it's an odd way of finding out who isn't and who isn't vaccinated because Ben Bolin of the uh, Boston Globe covers the Patriots. He said, and yes, if Cam were vaccinated, he wouldn't have to miss any practices this week. Only unvaccinated players have to sit on five days. 
Cam is finding that out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Hello again, everybody. I'm Mick Hubert. Welcome to another game of Florida football from the banks of the Tennessee River. No. It's another exciting afternoon. Another exciting afternoon of Florida football. From the banks of the Tennessee River, the number six Florida Gators face unranked Tennessee, which they may never be ranked again. It might not be. Heupel's getting big, man. He must be oh, eating a lot of barbecue there in well, Tennessee. You know, and again, I've got I have no room to talk, okay? But I, I notice with a lot of coaches, what happens is you get so into the job, yeah. And all you're doing is, hey, we got it. We got a break for dinner. No, we're not going to break. We just bring in something. So they bring fast food in, or they bring barbecue and whatever. And you never really get on that treadmill. And that's where a lot of coaches uh, did pork up, and uh, Lane Kiffin porked up, and he actually lost yeah. like 25 pounds. And he he so saw it. For him. He yeah. called himself out on it. Yeah. He couldn't be Johnny Freshwater anymore. He said he looked like he was a uh, a horse that got stuck in an anaconda's throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have become a I, I I would I could live the rest of my life covering football in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, with, with those Leach, guys. Kiffin, and Dion. Yeah, no question. <laughs> that's 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 the equivalent of Spurrier. Like Spurrier, like still would trump all three of them. But that would be a, the closest thing you would get to covering Spurrier for 12 years at, yeah. as a beat writer here at, at Florida, Yeah, which is still the best. It is still the best. Well, if you want to be the best in our uh, fantasy football season, we are uh, still taking some more entries. We are uh, compiling a whole bunch. I know there, there's already more than what we are going to be able to have team-wise, but this is going to be fun. We're going to have a, uh, a grand prize winner from our, uh, our title sponsor, Sleep Center Superstores, of a $2,000 credit to their store. So you can uh, get a mattress, one of those ones that move up and down and massage you and well, do all these great things. You have to move it up and down. Yeah. but So if you want to get into our, uh, our fantasy football, we're going to do a, an online draft so everybody can compete against each other. It'll be 12 of you listeners out there and then two of us Pat and I so will be 14 team league we're going to uh going to do that we'll announce the uh, the people that are in it on Friday and be able to to do that draft early next week but all you have to do is email us and the email address is the tailgate wruf at gmail so the tailgate wruf at gmail.com just send us a quick email say i want in and you'll have that opportunity to uh, to be a part of the league. Also trying to get something set up with a picks contest each week, yeah. so there'll be a, a ton of fun to be had this football season. And as you know, you can't beat me in the picks contest. Correct. I'm, I'm really good at you are good. making picks. But I will throttle you in fantasy. Well, yeah, I'm going to study up on fantasy, though. I actually okay. started doing that a little bit today. Right. Great quote here from uh, my friend Andy Staples uh, talking about, because uh, somebody tweeted this, I think actually... Bruce Feldman tweeted this. Uh, Jim Phillips, the, the uh, ACC commissioner, said it's about trust. 
we look, we've looked into each other's eye and we made an agreement. And Andy Sable said, this was absolutely my favorite part. Instead of the alliance, it probably should be called common law marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's what it feels like. It's like, we're no, hey, we're all in this together. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The SEC wants you? Uh, you can't leave. Well, we're leaving. See ya. Yeah. You know, if you're Kansas or whoever. I mean, I don't think Kansas isn't part of that, but North Carolina or Duke or whatever. It's such – like, we've had so much news this, this summer. Maybe the most news in the history of college football. This was not a news yeah. day. Dumb. A dumb day. Well, since it's a, a music theme type of day here, let's go to uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Was that the, the who, Tommy, right? Tommy. Pinball Tommy. Wizard? Was that on Pinball Wizard? It was, yeah. See? I know. Well, yeah, no, it was like on, a yellow shirt. Tommy, what's pinball up? Pinball Wizard was on Tommy. Right. Tommy was the name of the... There you no. go. So the reason I called in is because every single day, you know me, Jeff, we, we've met before and all. I haven't met Mr. Pat Dooley before, but me and you've met uh, out in different areas when Lance came into town. You know, that's this Tommy here. Um, you know, the cattleman kind of reminds me of something like that, like where it's just an annoying caller to all of us that's not from here. But see, Lance loved the football he did. for Gators. He right? loved the so Gators. He was he was so epic. He drove us. We now our biggest guy that calls in the most that draws everybody to be pissed off or whatever is this guy, the cattleman, the Crestrian, uh, Tennessee Mike. Uh, toilet paper <laughs> I volunteer guy. to do everything. And my thing is, man, I think so. I think he has a radio show. And I think that he calls in on all these multiple shows to get little things because he'll even cut you guys off and say, hey, man, I'm just going to go ahead and, and get up out of here out your way, and we're going to go ahead and cut this short. Like, when is, when does anybody, a caller, get to tell the radio host sure. they're going to cut them short? Yeah, moving, moving right so along. We've looked, we've looked him up a little bit, brother. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, – like I said, he's got him. He's got him some things going on, and I, you know, I feel like he tries to make jokes or tries to make things, and he makes great points. Like that's why you guys put him on. He makes great points, but he's also. I'm, I'm still trying to Tennessee. remember one of them. Yeah, exactly, Pat. He's an ass from Tennessee. But so here's he, the he, thing, Tommy. Who does he like? Because he doesn't like <laughs> Tennessee. He's Lane always Kiffin ripping him. Lane Kiffin, Daddy, man. I, I think he may be illegitimate son of Lane Kiffin. <laughs> that it could be that way too. And I like Monty. I love Monty Kiffin. Yeah, I actually I like, like Lane Monty. Kiffin. I love Layla Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> she was our waitress one day at Outback. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she's a Gainesville girl, Tommy. She is. Yeah. Today, man, I'm happily married with three children. I can't be dealing with Outback Steakhouse. Um, but anyways, but what I was saying was, uh, you know, he calls all the time and he calls in with his points. Like, it's like his points. He has three things he wants to touch on and he wants to direct the studio. And it's like, man, it gets annoying to your Gator fans because it's like, don't call Jeff and Pat talking about, well, man, we're, we're going to go here and I'm going to go ahead and get out y'all's hair. Y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. I'll see y'all later. And it's like, well, Mike, really, what are you, what are you doing, Mike? 
Like, are you are you using us as a talk show, like little meme in? Because you guys should get paid for that. He may, he may, yeah, he may be running us on there. You know what would have been funny? That's what that, I'm saying. Is if you maybe you cut, guys should get paid for that? If you just cut Tommy off right now in the middle of this conversation, <laughs> <laughs> and you would say, well, you know, we can't have that kind of language here, talking badly about the uh, equestrian. Yeah, we'll we'll so, uh, we'll, we'll get him slapped around when when the games get going, Tommy. But no, I, well, I get you. Yeah, man. Please, if Florida like only I, wins I, one game this year, it's got to be Tennessee. Hey, and I'm gonna pay the high dollar that it is. Did you see? Did you guys see how much it is to go to it? No, I, I did talk to uh, somebody today, and I know that Florida now is at sixty-one thousand on season tickets. So, what now? We got to still discuss this because my over/under of seventy thousand, in my opinion, still is butts in the seats, but it may not be a way to count that. But it, when you're at sixty-one thousand season ticket sales, you only get to get nine thousand either walk-ups or tickets sold. So, Pat, I want to—I didn't mean to interrupt you, Pat, but let me say something real fast. I'm thirty-seven years old. I just turned thirty-seven on August fourteenth. Uh, Tim Tebow's birthday as well. Um, Bob Vila as well. So, so you're so, third at best, is what you're saying. Yeah, no, I'm at least. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Tommy, the way you lay towel, I think you got Bob Vila beat. <laughs> oh, dude, brother, my man, he remembers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So I'm a good towel man. But anyways, and I can play some hoop too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, my point was is that all my friends from all over, dude, they don't care about none of the mask deal. They don't care if we got to wear one or don't wear one. We don't care about whatever it takes. What, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying we're getting vaxxed or not. I can't speak for them. I'm just saying that we know that Gator football's back, and we'll do whatever it takes to put our little fannies in those seats. And I don't care if we sit by somebody who doesn't wear a mask or is wearing a mask because we'll have ours on. You know, like, we're not, you know, like, man, we're in there for a reason. Football is back. Gator football is back. Yeah, I may it's, have underestimated the uh, yeah, The excitement level. I'll, however, I will say that a lot of people that bought season tickets of those 61,000 are thinking Alabama, Well, this Tennessee, is what I want to talk to Scott Strickland about, Pat. Scott Strickland, when he comes on to Steve Russell's show next week or whenever he comes in, maybe it's tomorrow or something, but, or next week, I want to talk to him uh, and ask him. So I pay like $700, and that's for two, two seats for season tickets. And then it's a donation. Man, Jeff, didn't I just donate? Yeah, well, that's the way it's gone for a long time around here. I know, man, and it's so expensive, but we don't want to get into that. You donate for the right to buy a ticket. That's right. That's right. That's it. And and they got to do your criminal background check. There's a lot of things there that people don't see in light. They just, you know, there's a lot of people behind the scenes getting paid to make sure you're not a criminal coming into the stadium, you know. (laughs) So... I get that point at, at heart. Um, I, I get it too. To I don't know how Jeff has done all these games. Hey, um, hey, Tommy, we got to we got to snag this last break, but I appreciate you uh, you chiming in, buddy. 
Uh, yeah, man. I, I, y'all guys have a good day and always kick the cattleman down because he's always just trying to make some kind of loot yes, on his other end, my friend. All right. Thank y'all you, Tommy. Good. All right. We'll grab that. and So we're on radio in Tennessee. Isn't come back <laughs> to wrap it up right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Eli Macaron. The Tampa Bay Rays will travel to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies tonight. The Rays are coming to Philly after taking two out of three against the White Sox. Our coverage begins right here at 6.30. Looking ahead to the college football season, ESPN College Football Game Day host Lee Corso joins Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Corso has high hopes for the Gators, but doubts they'll be able to get past Georgia. When asked about the dogs, Corso says they're going all the way. Yeah, now that you're making a playoffs, I think they're going to win it all this year. Speaking of Gator football, defensive lineman Zachary Carter and defensive back Clear Elam were selected as part of the 2021 preseason coaches all-SEC football team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eli Macron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups, fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of being here and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible, but this is it. The final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible. And everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets, the largest selection 
fortune ever. Get her that $3,000 diamond band and pay just $84 a month. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 25% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends Tuesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry. Pick any item. Take advantage of three years zero interest financing and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm going to get high, high, high in the midday sun. You know the song got banned on the BBC? Because they're talking about getting high? Getting high, high, high. Also, he said, there's one line there where he goes, I'm going <laughs> to, I can't remember the exact words of it. I'm going to lay you on the bed, get you ready for my body gun. <laughs> You're, You're we, see ya. we can't let you on the air with that kind of talk. Paul McCartney. Now that, now Sir, that is nothing. Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's looking old. I saw a little tribute video that he did. Well, he he needs to always shave every day. I can yeah. tell you that he he did look old, but he is old. Yeah, he he's like eighty, right? I mean, he's yeah. taking better care of himself than like I don't know how many Beatles would be alive today if they had taken great care of themselves. I mean, obviously John Lennon, you don't know because of what happened to him, and and George had lung cancer because he was a big smoker. And that doesn't affect everybody, but it affects some people. So it would the world would be a better place if they were alive today. I can tell you that much. I would like it much better. I know. I know. Well, sometimes it makes me tear up a little mm-hmm. bit. Don't do that. I got to put my mask on so we'll, you don't see me crying. We'll cry on Thursday when Pat's I'll put not it over here. My face. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, appreciate everybody's uh, efforts in calling in today. Got some uh, some more emailers into our uh, fantasy Yay. contest, so that'll oh, be good. Prepare and to be drubbed. We'll have some uh, fun with that. Jason, thanks for producing, and appreciate everybody for listening. Back at it tomorrow for the middle of the week, already Wednesday, when we get back after Update. it from 4 to 6. For the great Pat Dooley. See you. I am merely Jeffrey. Goodbye. WRUF Gainesville U251CG This is SportsCenter I'm Christine Lisi This is what you need to know Jaguars rookie running back Travis Etienne Will miss the entire 2021 NFL season After being placed on injured reserve He'll undergo surgery for a Liz Frank injury There's a big opportunity for Patriots rookie Mac Jones in quarterback Cam Newton's Absence this week That today from coach Bill Belichick Newton remains away from the team facility until Thursday Due to a COVID protocol misunderstanding, the team will be looking at a couple of things this week when it comes to Jones, explains ESPN's Mina Kimes. How does he look with the ones? How does he look against the giant starters on the defensive line? If he passes this test, and he's passed every test that's been put in front of him so, so far, he has a real chance to overtake Cam Newton.
The ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 announced an alliance to work together on items like football scheduling and college sports governance. No contract signed, but the three conferences promised they won't poach each other's teams. Said the alliance is not a direct response to the SEC expansion or about money, but rather to stabilize a volatile environment. Baseball Cardinals agreed on a one-year $10 million extension with catcher Yadier Molina. We're back on Wednesday, and we've already got question marks about a big-time coaching hire. Oh, and it's only preseason? Wednesday morning on ESPN Radio. Janae and Golick Jr. We've got only three preseason games, so we're starting to get most of the sample size that we're going to have of these young rookie quarterbacks. So when you look at this, we've got a, a, a five-something, what is that, a quintet? Is that? <laughs> I always forget once we get past quartet here and things that we've normalized here. My brain starts to shut Let's go with quintet. Down. I like it. Let's go with quintet. Quintet sounds good. I think if you were going to order them, Katie, as far as what we've seen from the preseason so far, Wilson would be, the to me, unquestioned number one. Justin Fields actually might I, put a little more into that at number two. I would go Matt Jones at three, Trey Lance at four, and Trevor Lawrence at five. And that's not saying that I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the worst of these five quarterbacks this year. He's got unbelievable ability. This is just about what we've seen so far. Janae and Golic Jr. And what we've seen so far led Matt Nagy to finally say those magic words. Who will be under center for the Chicago Bears in week one? We'll tell you in a little bit. I promise the results are going to underwhelm. It's Janae Angola Jr. here on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests are going to join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Mike Golick Jr., Katie George, filling in for Janae when we get today. Our great ACC Network host and reporter here. Doing a great job all over the place. Getting ready for college football season here. We'll get you ready for the NFL season. Kurt Morrison going to join us in about 10 minutes as we continue to preview every team leading up to the start of the year. We'll get to the Rams camp in just a little bit. But, Katie, have you recovered from the shockwaves sent out into the world of college football earlier today by the alliance that was formed? The ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten announcing an oppressor around 2 o'clock Eastern today that they'd be working together going forward. How? Well, I'm glad you asked because we don't know either, Katie. What did we actually learn today from these three conference commissioners when they got together? I don't know. My goodness. <laughs> Do you remember a year ago or whenever it was? It was this time last year when the press conferences started happening left and right and Kevin Warren came out, the Big Ten commissioner, uh, who was a part of today's press conference as well, and said the Big Ten is not going to play football this fall. We'll reevaluate the situation with COVID-19 in the spring. Like When you were listening to it, your head started hurting because there was so much information, but also not a lot of sp- specificity, right, in terms of what was being said, you didn't know what to make of those situations. I feel the same way today. We watched an hour-long press conference with Jim Phillips of the ACC, Kevin Warren of the Big Ten, and George Kliakoff from the Pac-12, who have essentially said they've come to a gentleman's agreement where they look each other in the eye and say, I'm going to have your back, and I trust you. Uh, So we're not going to realign, per se, or create this super conference We're just going to be friends with benefits, essentially. Scheduling benefits. I mean, that's what what it felt like it was, right? No, you're exactly right. Like, we're not going to get married. We're not going to go into a binding contract together. Heck, I don't even want to put a label on it, really, other than alliance. Like, they're the couple whose status on Facebook is it's complicated, 
right? Like there's no contract. They didn't sign, seal, deliver anything. They've just entered into this agreement alliance that they view things in a similar way. And I felt like this was their way of saying, hey, we're going to try to take some of the power back as it pertains to making decisions in the world of college athletics, specifically in the world of college football. You know what? I'm so glad you brought this up. Chene Angola Jr. here on ESPN Radio. We're brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Because we got this weird open marital bed for these three teams right now here. And you're right. It's all predicated on trust. They got into this relationship. I likened it to The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Hey, I'd like to get engaged with you so that we can go on a few dates and see if this is going to work right now. I'm not necessarily ready to walk down the aisle yet in this spot. And for good reason, because, Katie, we talked about that nothing of substance really got done, right? Like, the scheduling stuff is years off. They said they don't want to break any current game contracts, which means that all these fun out-of-conference matchups that we're talking about are kind of null and void right now. But they did after the fact. And we talked to Andrea Adelson, our ESPN College Sports reporter, earlier. She mentioned there was a sort of scrum of ESPN reporters that got to talk to these commissioners after that event went on, one of those reporters being Heather Dinich, who's another great job for us here at ESPN. And she tweeted out after the press conferences where nothing got said that George Klefkoff, the commissioner of the Pac-12, told me the Pac-12 will announce a decision on whether it will look at expansion, quote, before the end of the week this week. And that decision has been run on a parallel path with the conversations with the Big Ten and the ACC. So right after we heard all this stuff about not poaching or anything like that, not making any sudden moves here, the Pac-12 comes out and says, well, yeah, we might make some sudden moves here, but uh, we won't go ahead and eat any of your guys young over here. So does that mean that they're going to bring on some Big 12 remaining members, right? Like, is that where your mind goes when you, when you hear that? Oh, by the way, couldn't you have made it easier on all of us? We were all tuning into your hour-long press conference. Why couldn't you have given us some details about that then? Why do you have to wait till the scrum to talk about realignment, which was definitely asked to those three commissioners in a round-robin way? My mind goes to the Big 12, right? Because that was something that was brought up to these three commissioners. What about the Big 12? You know, so often when we're talking about college football, it's the Pac-12 who's left out of the conversation. They're on the outside looking in. Boy, have the times changed. Because the Big 12 is currently in purgatory right now, now that Texas and Oklahoma have moved to the SEC. So I wonder if Kliakoff is saying, hey, yeah, we'll look at some of these Big 12 teams and see if it makes sense to bring them into the fold. Well, then are these Big 12 teams going to then be a part of this alliance and their presidents are going to enter into this agreement where we're going to be a, a happy family and move forward as long as everybody's on the same page. Uh, I just have a hard time wrapping my head around all the different factors. This is not a one-size-fits-all situation. You have so many different players involved in terms of the three conferences. Ohio State, Clemson come to mind, right? Two of the biggest players who are always in the, the college football playoff conversation I don't think you can have a one-size-fits-all narrative or scenario that makes every single player in this happy. I don't think you're going to get even close to that. But it's also interesting is I'm not 100% sure that's what it's about here. Because I think when we look at this, what are the concrete things that are going to come from this? 
we think, all right, there's going to be some scheduling stuff down the road, but that's nothing recent here. We know they're probably going to try and do something about the timeline for the college football playoff sure. expansion. That seems to be something they mentioned coming up this fall. They want to take a serious look at how this is going to affect us because we know the SEC is going to probably win no matter what because they've been winning at all this stuff here. The other thing that became interesting to me, Katie, as far as what we can expect coming up, you mentioned football. We were used to that. But when the Alliance came out here, they mentioned that this would also involve men's and women's basketball. Mm -hmm. These are the bullet points that they put out, this Alliance, when they talked about why they were coming together here. They talked about the things that they were here to topics to work on. Student-athlete, mental and physical health, safety, wellness, and support. Which, by the way, they mentioned nothing about during the course of that (laughs) press conference here. Lip service alert so far. The strong academic experience and support. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Again, we didn't hear about that. Social justice. Gender equity, the future structure of the NCAA, federal legislative efforts, and postseason championships and future formats. Katie, that to me is where it got interesting. Everything else felt like nothing talk. It felt like we had to do something here. Now all of a sudden it's like, all right, men's and women's hoops are involved in a way that I didn't expect. Everyone's talked about the weakness of the NCAA, and they mentioned in the bullet items the future structure of the NCAA and postseason championships in future formats. Like, I don't want to read too, too much into this, Katie, but the only thing that the NCAA currently does in any sort of money-making level is run those two tournaments in the spring, and we saw how bad they messed that up on the women's side here. So you wonder if this starts to be the beginning of maybe looking at their role even in that, the basketball side that they had actually run. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think when you look at these three conferences and these three commissioners, they're more conservative, where I think you can agree that Greg Sankey is proactive and innovative as a a commissioner. Not that the other three aren't, but in reading between the lines of what they said today in today's press conference was they're conservative in the way that they want to keep things the way that they are. They want to provide stability in, in a college athletics world right now that is pretty rocky. There's been so many changes in the last two months, right? They're trying to hone in and keep what works right now. And so I think that's why we've seen them kind of link together in this alliance because when the NCAA does go to restructure itself and what that looks like, these three players really want to have a say in shaping the NCAA of the future rather than just relinquishing all the power and allowing Greg Sankey and the SEC, those ADs and presidents, having having the most say when they all drop their chairs to that table. That table which, again, does not include the Big 12, which is pulled together to react to the SEC, got announced today, and uh, as Katie said earlier so eloquently, we left with way more questions than answers here, but we know that firm handshakes and longing looks were exchanged between three of the most powerful members of the college football elite here. So we'll see what else comes from this alliance, hopefully a better name sometime soon, because it feels like that leaves a little bit of room to be desired. Katie, I wasn't sure where you fell on that one. Like We had an alliance of American football, so I don't feel like you could fully come in and swipe that from them. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. I, I want a little bit of creativity. We were also hoping for a logo. Didn't get that either. So we're all left wanting more. You know what? I would say <laughs> the Alliance, it just wants more. Coming up next, though, you want more of our NFL training camp coverage. And so you're going to get it here. Let's head out to Los Angeles to see if one of the offseason's biggest quarterback moves is already paying off here on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. What you do have is my word, and it's stronger than oak. We're back on Wednesday, and we've got one NFL team dealing with an injury problem at one very important position. And 
They're a Super Bowl contender. Wednesday morning on ESPN Radio. Goodyear believes in the power of moving forward. No matter if it's on the track, the court, or the field, movement makes us want to be more. It pushes us to go further to show the world what we can do. Movement has the unique ability to change our perspective, to challenge us, to work for a better tomorrow. Movement can even bring us together when we're still. Because if we're focused on the next move, we don't have to worry about what's behind us. Goodyear. More driven. At Boost Mobile, we're giving you a free phone when you switch, and all the power that comes with it. The power to access everything humanity has to offer. The power to connect with anyone in the world. The power to order tacos. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to America's largest 5G network. Information, communication, tacos. Now that's power. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers in one per mile. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Our military veterans have been loyal to this country, so they deserve a partner who's just as loyal. K9 Partners for Patriots is giving veterans and active military a second chance at life by empowering those with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and military sexual trauma through the experience of training and caring for their own service dog. Homeless shelter dogs have eagerly agreed to help and serve. And now it's your turn. Make a donation now at K9PartnersForPatriots.com. That's K9PartnersForPatriots.com. 